with Mother's Day just around the corner, are you thinking about something truly special for your mama? I am. And let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? So here is how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email, and these can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask, and then she can either type her response or record her voice. And then mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And then guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. You get to preserve her voice and her stories for your family. I mean, imagine you're discovering stories about her youth, her adventures, the challenges that she had to overcome in life, the way that you two connect and relate, and also the way her grandkids will relate to her. I mean, this book becomes a legacy and something that you and your future generations can truly treasure forever. I mean, your mom's given you a lifetime of stories, so this is your chance to give her a way to share them. And not only am I creating one for my mom now for Mother's Day, but for my dad's birthday, as my dad is turning 80 this year, and I like to gift him with sentimental gifts. You know, he's gifted my family and I so many treasured moments. So I wanted to create something for us to collect these memories and for my future kids, for them to know my father's voice. So beautiful, sentimental, easy to use. Let me emphasize easy to use. And you can truly create one for anyone, your mom, your dad, your bestie, maybe even you. <laughs> so check out mylifeinabook.com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code MAGIC for 10% off today. This is pretty awesome. So if you are into science-backed products when it comes to your health, your gut health, but also woman-owned products, I must introduce you to Equilibria. I'm so thankful I discovered them this year. I mean, Equilibria, they help you take on your wellness journey knowing that you have a dedicated one-on-one -on -one support to help you achieve your goals. So it's not like you're just taking a pill mindlessly. You actually get one-on-one -on -one support. That's awesome. And their signature product, which is EQ's Daily Women's Microbiome Defense, it comes in a convenient three-in-one capsule form. And so this is specifically formulated to bolster digestive health and fortify gut barrier protection, among other benefits. And we know that a balanced gut not only enhances our immunity, but also contributes to our overall mental well-being and our quality of sleep, of course, having efficient digestion and even radiant skin. But what distinguishes Equilibria's probiotic supplement is its meticulous selection, which is tailored to women's health needs. And of course, like I said, science-backed, and they're also ensuring affordability without compromising potency. And as someone who once struggled pretty severely with gut health issues for years, I intensified my focus on gut health in, I'd say around 2020 and I'm thrilled to have recently discovered these products this year as of course they're backed by research for women's well-being, they're women-owned, and they support overall microbiome health, warding off harmful bacteria and enhancing our nutrient absorption. So head to myeq.com and use code MAGIC for 15% off Equilibria's microbiome defense and much more. That's myeq.com com and use code MAGIC at checkout for 15% off site-wide today.
which our world so desperately needs. And I know that the title doesn't sound sexy and the topic doesn't sound sexy and your ego might be like, oh my God, I do not want to listen to this. Blah, so boring. Let's talk about manifestation. But what if I were to tell you healing this, something that is such a deep-seated pain, will create more manifestation, will indeed bring a stronger sense of worth that aligns you and allows you to listen without any sort of need for attachment of anything. You just simply manifest a more beautiful life and you can also consciously manifest certain experiences because you are so authentically you and feel that worth. Now let the magic begin. Hello, magical friends. Hello, Yomis, Jaima, Jaima. It is Raquel, and it's 11.11 right now. What a perfect time for me to begin recording. I'm really excited to jump into the topic today. Obviously, otherwise, why would I even be talking about it? But I was definitely divinely guided to talk about this particular subject for whatever reason. And probably because it's been very much a part of my life, a repeated pattern in my life, and something that I am still healing from, yet I feel more healed and knowledgeable in this matter than ever, and so excited to bring this forward to you on a silver platter, and that is the topic of loneliness. But before I begin, I just wanted to thank Skillshare for sponsoring another Euro Magic episode. And if you are not familiar with Skillshare yet, well, if you are a creative person or a curious person, an entrepreneurial minded person, or someone that is a little confused and has no idea what they feel inspired by or passionate about, well, guess what? Skillshare has got you because you can try out Skillshare for free for two months with their premium membership when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and that gives you two months for free of trying out tens of thousands of classes at your fingertips which i doubt anybody has time for tens of thousands of classes but i'm sure you'll be able to find a few for you to dabble with and perhaps discover a new skill or enhance one. There are a variety of different skills to tackle from creative skills like drawing, photography, music, writing, to even the business skills, freelancing, social media, starting your own online business, you name it. Skillshare likely has it. And you can try Skillshare for free, again, for two months. So no moolah whatsoever for two whole months when you go to skillshare.com slash your own magic. I think many of you might like their dynamic portrait photography class because that seems to be highly rated and that is by Desdemona Dallas. Anyway, again, skillshare.com slash your own magic. So another thing I want to talk about before I get into this topic, because it's actually one thing that guided me to want to share and talk about this topic. This morning around 5.30 a.m. I woke up and somehow, don't ask me how I do, I truly do not know how, I was divinely guided to (laughs) dive into numerology again. And why? Probably because I received a lot of answers of questions that I had been asking and curious about. And I obviously know I'm someone that is 
highly spiritual, walking a spiritual path for a variety of reasons. And of course, my life path number and my soul urge number reveal that and emphasize that. You know, perhaps you're listening to this because you are a little more curious about your soul in some ways too. So it wouldn't hurt for you to check out if you don't know it already, your life path number, your soul urge number, and all the other numbers that numerology provides for you to deep dive more into your soul. Which, of course, almost everything can always relate, yet there are certain subjects and topics, I'm telling you, when you look into it, you often are like, okay, this makes sense for me. It's very rare unless someone is opening up Cosmopolitan's horoscope or something for someone to not resonate deeply with their full chart and their full numerology chart, their full astrological chart, not just their one simple scope of perspective anyway so i went on this deep dive i don't remember the site i'll leave the link in the show notes for it i have no affiliation with this site whatsoever though perhaps maybe i will find a way navigate my own way to affiliate with them because they provide great value man i wish i remembered what it was but again i will leave that link in the show notes but for myself okay i had a lot of questions in my heart and in my mind that I was asking and a lot of doubts that I wanted clarity on. And without getting into that, because that could take up an entire podcast, let's just say that being able to re-dive into my numerology gave me so much clarity and confidence in my direction and also understanding of the past seven months, because I'm telling you, 2020 has been quite a challenge and I'm very thankful for those challenges now (laughs) and it will continue until August 19th or 2020 which happens to be my 30th birthday but yeah this is all so wild this is all so wild and I know I'm being so vague right now but I'm just in awe (laughs) and wow anyway uh So I've been reading that all day and I realized that I need to podcast for you. Again, right when the sun was just rising, I was randomly guided by my guides to look into this for some answers. And the only reason why I know it was by my guides, it's not like they were like, all right, now look at numerology. It's just because I often realize that it was divinely guided because I might have been asking for it. And then in some weird magical way i find myself reading or finding or seeing the answer and i'm like oh or the message and i'm like oh thank you you still got me you are still you you've got me you've got my back thank you and i rarely like to open my computer early morning and especially not go to youtube but i went on youtube watched a few seconds of this video clicked on this link that this person was providing and then I was like oh oh this is why okay I had a my inspired action I took inspired action and voila so now perhaps you are divinely guided to check out your numerology and again I'll leave that link in the show notes so your if you're not familiar with numerology or life path numbers or soul urge numbers well the life path number numerology represents the core of you and what you're learning to become 
And so it gives you insights on your challenges in life and what lights you up and why that lights you up. And it also indicates what is important to you at your core and reveals the lessons that you are here to learn, which I was reading a annual report on mine and it made so much sense of why my last seven months have been like my last seven months. And it made me feel so good about that because it's something that I always know and I talk about on the podcast, how those moments in life that feel challenging are really great messes for your message, (laughs) your overall message and life experience. So I was like, okay, this makes a lot of sense. And it was just confirmation of something that I knew. And then soul urge number now, which I didn't think I really knew much about, that indicates the heart's desire and sharing your deepest motivations and cravings and just what your heart truly desires you to dive deeper into gives you deeper understanding of your inner self in this human experience as well so in order to calculate your life path number you simply just have to calculate the sum of each digit of your birthday so mine is august 19th 1990 so even though i use their calculator i would simply just go 8 plus 1 plus 9 plus 1 plus 9 plus 9 plus (laughs) 0, which equals 37, then 3 plus 7 equals 10, and then 1 plus 0 out of 10. So 1 plus 0 equals 1. So my life path number is 1. And then with your soul urge number, to calculate that, each letter of your name has been assigned a number from the Pythagorean alphabet. So again, I just use their calculator to calculate it. And for theirs, I actually used my first and last name and it gave me the soul urge number of five, but then I used my first, middle, and last name and that gave me seven. And seven definitely made more sense for me personally. So five, there were some things that did make sense, but of course we can, because we're all one, we can find truth in everything we read, right? However, there are just certain things that numerology and and astrology share that you're like oh this hits my core so for whatever reason i felt like sharing this because i feel like a lot of you might need to go check out yours but one theme in mine can be independence and isolation and i mean as far as a challenge which why would independence be a challenge it's not yet at the same time you can be stubborn in your ways of being alone and isolated and therefore lead to loneliness because you're disconnected from the world, from others, and that can lead to a host of problems because loneliness is not a high vibe state to be in, my friends. Though a lot of us still hold parts of it, even if we're not completely familiar with it, but I had to experience it at a more severe level in order to be able to deliver messages like this and hopefully alleviate you from any of that pain of loneliness. So there is beauty in all our messes, but the severity of it is not something I'd want anybody to experience. And I'm sure many of you because it is such a global epidemic in our world i mean we live in a world of seven billion people seven billion people and we have access to connect with people just at our fingertips by picking up our phone and yet we're also in a pandemic and some people are still quarantining by themselves self-isolating because they might be sick or they just traveled somewhere that requires this or whatever and it's hard to navigate because you might feel so alone and isolated and 
leading to that deep, severe pain of loneliness. Or perhaps you're even connected and you're surrounded by your community, yet you still feel loneliness. And I'll get into why that is and the root of it, my experience with it, and how we can heal this because it's so important that we do. So with all that being said, I believe it is time to let the magic begin. May I reiterate, how is it that there are seven billion people on this planet, yet, even though we have access to be more connected than ever, we feel more disconnected than ever. Perhaps it's the pressure of wearing a mask to be accepted by others. And I'm not talking about face masks for coronavirus protection. Nope. I'm talking about the mask that we've been wearing well before coronavirus ever even came into fruition. That mask we put on every day to not be rejected, feel rejected by others. And if you're like me, you're, you may have a long history of rejection and therefore that prompts you to isolate yourself because it's easier to isolate yourself and be lonely than to go out there, be authentically yourself and be rejected. And that's scary. That's very scary. And so that brings me here with you today. As more and more people feel deeply lonely, more lonely than ever, perhaps, actually, I don't know, it's still an epidemic in our world, especially during this pandemic, <laughs> and it's something that in order if for us, if we heal this within ourselves, it can be contagious, we can heal it within, help heal it within others, therefore healing it across the globe which our world so desperately needs. And I know that the title doesn't sound sexy and the topic doesn't sound sexy and your ego might be like, oh my God, I do not want to listen to this. Blah, so boring. Let's talk about manifestation. But what if I were to tell you healing this, something that is such a deep-seated pain, will create more manifestation, will indeed bring a stronger sense of worth that aligns you and allows you to listen without any sort of need for attachment of anything. You just simply manifest a more beautiful life and you can also consciously manifest certain experiences because you are so authentically you and feel that worth. Or what if I were to tell you that you may not see it, though deep down you might know it, but you might not see it in certain people that you love and if you hear this, it might bring more compassion and you can help them heal it in some way, which honestly might save their life. <laughs> some people, you know, who spend most of their time alone, they might not feel lonely because they know ways or they just know when they really need to feed that human need to survive, which is to connect. <laughs> And I know in the spiritual space and the spiritual journey, there's so much talk about going within and disconnecting to connect, which of course I'm all about too. I am not rejecting those. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now is disconnect from distractions so I can connect within for the purpose of healing this seed that continues to repeat itself, this pattern that continues to repeat itself. 
I do truly believe it's so important for all humans to feel connection not only within but also feeling that connection with other human beings because we are creatures we are social creatures here to connect and be human and socialize and this is something big for me because I easily can retreat and just go into my isolation for months man it was even like 17 months when I was basically by myself for a long period of time without even connecting online and that was that ended up not being healthy for my mental health though I learned a lot about my soul and do a deep dive into spirituality my own spiritual space and also navigate away from a lot of the group think when it comes to spirituality it was still painful and yes that mess brings a message but I don't feel like that is a necessity for us to always experience especially loneliness is one of it's basically like the gateway drug to a lot of horrible issues that could lead to mental health issues down the line that might take even more time to heal. I certainly can now see the difference as someone who does spend the majority of my time alone that there are times when I've felt lonely which is again one of the most painful feelings for a human to experience and then there are times like right now where I don't feel lonely though I'm physically alone in my own little lake condo. However, a part of that could be because of doing shadow work or simply not being able to tolerate the feeling of loneliness so much that I was able to really become so aware of it where it wasn't just a word or a vibration but a true deep understanding with every fiber of my being that I could feel its frequency in order to and make sure that I was no longer bypassing it or suppressing it like I did for years and so whenever that feeling of loneliness does arise again because I'm not immune to it I am human and I am a human who again does spend a lot of time on her own in her late 20s as she loves to travel as she loves to have that space for herself but I do know what to do when that feeling rises and I do know the symptoms and we'll talk all about that if you're listening to this and you have been guided to listen to it, perhaps there's a part of you that just feels disconnected, disconnected from your social circle, from your family. And with that being said, you might feel lonely. So you can perhaps feel this space. Perhaps, perhaps not, but we'll at least give it a shot. And if you're driving or operating machinery, then perhaps don't close your eyes. But if you are in a safe space to close your eyes, then close your eyes and ask yourself while looking inward this will just be for a moment ask yourself where do i feel loneliness where do i feel shame where do i feel I need to hide. Where do I feel rejection? Where do I feel fear? Do I feel unseen for my truth to some degree? Do I feel unheard? unvalued, 
do I truly value myself? Now open your eyes. So this episode is divinely guided to heal any wound or pain that you might have felt or even if you couldn't feel it in your body, perhaps your mind reminded you or allowed you to re-experience some parts of it, whatever that experience was like for you. And I might get pretty vulnerable in this, depending on the flow, but at some point I'll express my experience with loneliness and how it's a repeated pattern in my life that felt like I have, I've, because I've become more aware of it, I've been able to heal Whenever certain stuff arises, I know what to do. And that that might look different for everybody. But at least if I share my experience, that helps someone a lot. And at least become more aware of this internal narration of separation and fragmentation. <laughs> and I truly think that this is one of the most powerful and important experiences for us to heal. This feeling of loneliness. As when we transcend this, it frees us up for more space to heal within us, within ourselves, within this world, like I said. Because if we heal this part of ourselves, we're less likely to make others feel that pain. Make others feel unseen, unheard, unvalued in some way, which trickles to others feeling that pain, and it can just be so contagious. So the way to heal this within the world is to begin within ourselves. And though I know it's such a stretch, still I'm using my platform to share my experience and the power of seeing this so you don't feel so alone. There are so many people walking this earth that feel this on a deep, severe level. And then there are others who might just feel it in parts of themselves or have phases of it. And you probably know where you sit on that spectrum, but you're human, so it's part of the experience. You also find that true, authentic, sexy self when you do heal this. The sexy, fierce beast that you just innately are, okay? (laughs) But also that heals from deep sadness and depression and not feeling like you're enough, which is scary. And it's scary for for some people to get so deep and lonely that it manifests as serial killers and mass shooters and sexual predators and leaders who want to take over the world and control others' minds. And that's just an extreme part of it on a personal level. But even on a societal level, it may create war and segregation for nations, for a nation or many nations, because one side doesn't feel seen or heard or valued. And I repeat those three things, seen, heard, and valued. Because that, my friends, is when when we're feeling lonely, that is what is missing. Some piece of us doesn't feel seen. For our true self, our true nature, our authentic self, a piece of us doesn't feel heard. And a piece of us doesn't feel valued. So to some degree, we're all experiencing this on a micro level and a personal level. But if you live in the States like me, unless you live under a rock, you might feel it on a macro level. All the chaos that is coming forward, which I find so much beauty in because minds are being awakened 
our world is getting shooken up, yet some people are complaining about it, and it's like, it wouldn't happen in the first place if those people didn't feel seen, heard, or valued in the first place. <laughs> anyway, not feeling truly seen, heard, and valued for who one truly is beyond the mask or the front that they maintain in their community or show up for the world is so normal. It's so normal for our, our human selves to experience this, to manipulate others in certain a way just to belong or to be approved. Yet this creates so much resistance and a lower vibration. And no wonder some people have a hard time aligning with certain manifestations because they're not being authentically themselves or in their worth. Yet also those who we think have manifested the world or we think that they're seen by the world, admired and loved by the world, they might be abundantly for who they have shown up as with the mask they wear, like celebrities. Not every celebrity, of course, but some celebrities experience loneliness so deeply, even though we perceive them as experiencing life as feeling abundantly seen and heard and valued. When I was younger, I felt like I wanted to be a celebrity because when I was younger, I was not seen, heard, or valued from my peers. And therefore, I wanted to prove that I was seen, heard, and valued. So I had this huge daydream of being a celebrity. And of course, being a Leo as well, and a life path number one. <laughs> But I realize it's truly to overcome that deep-seated pattern of feeling lonely. Yet, look at some of the world's greatest celebrities. They're so deeply lonely and they tend to isolate themselves from the world because they feel they can't show up as their true authentic self and they might not be accepted. They might be rejected, in fact, for who they truly are. And they don't feel seen, heard, or valued for who they truly are on a soul level. And so most honestly probably haven't awakened to that yet, that perhaps they just fear being rejected for who they truly are. So they'd rather just hermit instead of reveal to the world who they are with the risk that pe some people might not like it because some people don't like change. But those who do matter will not mind and they will embrace the change no matter what because they love you. <laughs> I mean, as I've evolved with your own magic, some people haven't liked the evolution, so they fade or they might say something to me. But then I have the true soul fam that has expanded a lot themselves and so they embrace the evolution. And that's with someone who has a very small platform. I, but I understand on a great, greater scale for someone that might be a celebrity or a big social media influencer that they have this rhetoric that they don't want to deviate from in fear that they will lose people loving them, seeing them for who they've portrayed themselves to be <laughs> on the internet. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not the biggest fan of Instagram is because it's clear as day. I mean, man, I look back at even like some of my old Hawaii pictures and I'm like, oh man, I glamorized that because I was going through so much, but I just happened to capture a moment where I was feeling good. I felt like I looked good. And so guess what? I was going to capture it. That doesn't make you a bad human because we all do it. And that's one reason why I'm saying that I've done it because many many people do do that but it's also not being your authentic self right so yeah 
Instagram is very interesting. I do like TikTok because I think that people are embracing just their raw, authentic selves and they're trying to normalize just normal people. There's this one Instagram influencer and TikTok influencer. Her name's Meek Zazan and her hashtag is normalize normal bodies. And I'm all for that. Plus, I relate to her on so many levels. I have pretty much the exact same body type as her. And so, like, her doing that and sharing that it allows me to feel like I can relate and not feel as alone or lonely in depending on where I am with my physical fluctuation. For those that do feel lonely when it comes to their shell because they feel like a lot of people are running around with these perfect bodies, well, I mean, look at that hashtag, normalize normal bodies and start to follow more people like that and honestly unfollow those that trigger any anything that makes you feel not so good about yourself because you look at them and you see their life and you think it's perfect because they're not showing everything and so it might make you feel bad about yourself and so i would highly recommend unfollowing those people if it triggers you or hiding them from your feed if it triggers you in any way shape or form because that only stirs that isolation, that loneliness within you. I think our world has shifted to recognizing that all bodies are seriously so perfect as they are. And yeah, we're moving beyond that. And I'm really excited about that. And expanding your horizons to seeing more of those who are like you opens your eyes to feeling less alone in where you're at. We as everyday people, we might be going to work and going to school and desperately craving approval from our peers in hopes to be popular, to be accepted, to climb the ladder. And so we'll wear this mask in hopes to comply to their norm in some way so we feel like they belong. Or even a wife or husband that doesn't seem like they're feeling seen or heard or valued from their partner. Perhaps they're not receiving the affection or connection that that is the purpose of a partnership in some way is to really just deeply love that person in a certain way. And it might just feel more platonic and therefore that person feels like they are not being satiated with that level of connection and therefore they feel a sense of loneliness and isolation in some way that might drive them to deep sadness or something and therefore that person, it would be up to you to communicate so when it comes to the social groups like a church a school the workspace show up without the mask and as yourself recognizing like look most people are honestly just going to accept you as you are see you for you hear you for you value for you no matter the narrative that you've created in your mind of who you should show up to be who you think you should be there's no shoulds the only thing is to be and to be you and then if you are in a relationship where you feel like you're not being seen heard or valued it's so important to communicate this and sometimes we do need to have an outside perspective that isn't emotionally connected in the situation to open our eyes to this whether that be therapy couples therapy yada yada in order to open our eyes to this space so we can simply heal this feeling of being feeling alone but one of the best ways also to deepen this connection with yourself to see yourself to hear yourself to value yourself and sometimes it might take 
some space and complete disconnecting from the world, turning off social media, distancing yourself from any sort of distraction that will take you away from that space of just deeply connecting within. And when you do deeply connect within, even if it takes days, you will reveal this authentic beauty and light and God that lives within you that you were suppressing this whole time but you just knew it was there yet you wanted to paint over her or him in some way in order to belong but you realize that there's so much beauty in who you are you don't need to paint over anything to belong anyone to belong you to belong yomi short interruption just to share the magic of our sponsor skillshare which happens to be an online learning community that is offering you two months for free of their premium membership when you go to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. And why not, especially right now while we are all inside, this is the time to explore new skills and deepen existing passions, getting lost in the creativity of whatever our soul is guiding us to and trying out many different classes from Skillshare. You can stay inspired and express yourself and even connect with a community of other creatives and like-minded beings on Skillshare, which is phenomenal. There are those that are interested in writing, writing poetry, writing scripts, digital illustration, painting, and there's many different classes on those kind of arts. I know a lot of people, a lot of Yomis have been taking Skillshare to learn more about photography, especially as more people are creating their own platforms where Skillshare also has classes on helping out with that, like podcasts and YouTube, yada yada. So it doesn't hurt. It's two months of premium membership for free. Join Skillshare by going to skillshare.com forward slash your own magic. Yep free that's skillshare.com forward slash your own magic and now on with the show i know the spiritual path feels so lonely at times because of course we explore something within ourselves and sometimes narrate these stories that we no longer belong to these certain groups because we've expanded beyond them yada yada which honestly there is truth to when you begin to expand your consciousness however that often also leads to isolation for a long time or short time as we explore ourselves which is something that i am indeed very familiar with and as i was beginning my spiritual journey i just wasn't connecting with people the same so i felt like honestly not being around them and distancing myself from humans so i could just in this space of this new self I was exploring this new side to self but it did take a toll it did take a toll on my mental health and then when I got so used to isolating myself I had a hard time socializing back in the world so you know that's when I like moved to Hawaii and I was open to socializing but I had so much social anxiety because I was so used to being on my own for so long and that led to the same pattern of wanting to be on my own again 
So I was on my own again, isolating myself again. Then I came back into society and I socialized, had social anxiety. I wanted to isolate myself again. And it was just this back and forth pattern that was not healthy for my human experience or mental health. But at the same time, again, I'm thankful for the mess because now it's become a beautiful message that I'll be able to share and help heal others with that go through that and hopefully stop that cycle before I ever recognized it. But I did recognize this pattern that I fell into and though I spent a good amount of time on my own, I indeed eventually made sure to connect with myself because I recognized the social anxiety was rising because I because I didn't want to wear a mask. I was already aware of masks, but I was afraid of being rejected for who I was now, this authentic version of myself. So I would hermit a bit or cloak myself a bit because I was afraid to be seen, heard, and valued because though I unveiled this part of myself, I still had yet to see, hear, and value this part of myself. And that is the part that takes time but it can easily be unraveled as you expose it more, express it more to more people, share her with more people and recognize, oh, people love this side of me as well. And then social anxiety begins to dissipate a bit because we are social creatures and we crave social interaction. Yes, I might be an independent person in some degree, Yet I'm also human, and human were social creatures, just like the herd of deer that are outside my window that love to herd together and not be separated, or a pack of wolves. We too like to be with other humans and feel like we belong. And spending so much time alone in isolation, yes, you discover so much of your soul and of yourself, which is so beautiful. And honestly, a lot of gurus indeed advise it, which I would too, depending on your mental health, which we'll talk about. But it's so important to find those people that see you, that value you, that hear you. And I promise you, though, it's so scary. It's so, so scary to put yourself out there that they are there, that they love you no matter what. I have a couple of those for sure. And I'm so thankful for them. And I still talk to them to this day. And when I do talk about them, I might refer to them as my best friends because yeah, maybe I don't physically see them all the time, but they are those humans that see, hear, and value me no matter where I'm at, what space I'm at. And they help me step out of those isolation phases because they can feel that I fall into them, but they indeed pick me up and remind me of who I am and see me and love me and value me and hear me. And if you have someone like that as well, or some people, hold on to those people. And also make sure that you show them all the compassion by seeing, hearing, and valuing them for who they are. There are those blue zones in the world, the zones in the world where people live the longest. And it turns out that those people deeply value connection with other humans and they have rituals and ways to make sure that their people, their groups, feel more connected with each other. But of course, in America, (laughs) people are becoming more distant from each other, judging each other, demanding others, or only accepting certain masks so they can belong in a certain category in this world. And also, there's a big rise in cancel culture, which could easily drive someone to suicidal thoughts or even suicide because they just no longer feel seen, heard, or valued. And 
Perhaps they have not tapped into that self-worth beyond what their audience saw. Perhaps they just only know the mask, so they haven't spent that time alone or with others to reveal their true authentic self, seeing their authentic self, hearing their authentic self, valuing their authentic self. And if they did, they probably wouldn't be in the spot of cancel culture because they've already would have attracted the audience that loves them for them. I know it's hard on a mask scale when you already wear the mask and people only see that and you feel like you just need to share that. And then there are those, I can think of a couple people right now off the top of my head that I have recently been canceled and one of them did step into his authentic self, but because of his past with his mask and today's culture, cancel culture and the exposure culture of what people have said in their past, he's completely canceled. And perhaps even though that might seem like it sucks, for him that might be the best for his own mental health and stability to not have the pressure of appeasing to these people anymore. And hopefully he has close friends and family because otherwise something devastated could happen to him. And I'm just hoping it does not, even though that was part of his mask past that it seemed he might have healed from and wanted to begin stepping out and sharing his authentic self even though people don't like change and so sometimes when you share your authentic self some people will will reject it but that's this easier wound to heal because you're being authentically you than the wound of continuing wearing a socially accepted mask because there are people that will accept you for you and that's all that matters even if it's just a few people (laughs) I personally am not for cancel culture for anyone at all, though I do think some people need to definitely face their demons and work on themselves and in order to heal their wounds that drive them to do bad or wrong things in the world. But hopefully, you know, they step aside or they're held accountable by the world without a cancel culture type aspect, but, you know, maybe they'll lose their position of power in some way. To even a narcissist or sociopath, they were often wired that way from childhood after not being able to be seen, heard, or valued for who they truly are from one or both of their parents or caretaker. And in fact, they were basically told to wear a mask or else they wouldn't be accepted by their group, their community, their parents, their family. So does that mean you have to like that person who is clearly wearing a mask, even if they're not aware of that mask? No or is clearly narcissistic and sociopathic no but their loneliness can drive them to do very dangerous things and is it good for someone to be held accountable for their actions in a mature fashion absolutely and to do whatever it takes for them to listen and there are other ways for people to listen than throwing hate they're not notice whenever someone who is narcissistic receives hate They pretty much just laugh it off and believe in their own excuse to rebuttal it. Yet there are ways people listen. And honestly, a narcissist, it's usually not being talked about. So if that person doesn't have, whether it's good or bad, any sort of attention, that is the kryptonite, I tell ya. But again, I just, I hope they have a good support system because the only way to make matters worse is to spread hate now one person 
we sometimes really struggle to not spread hate or negativity to is ourself. Because we think we have to look or be a certain way, yet we haven't spent so much time to deeply, truly see, hear, and value who we really are at the core level. What our heart truly desires, really honoring that part of our soul on your own with the intention of connection disconnecting from distractions of the world or reliances of others energy get to know the source within you by looking inward on a greater playing field so you can truly unravel the seed that shows you all you really need is you and that you are all that is you are God, source, universe, and everyone that surrounds you, you're connected with. Yeah, perhaps that in and of itself sounds a bit out there, an esoteric phenomenon, but experiencing that beauty of seeing who you truly are when you're on your own, taking off the mask you have been wearing to be approved by others, which is okay, you're human, and it's part of everyone's experience. So taking off that mask and seeing the beauty of your true authentic self, that looking into your eyes, knowing that those eyes know what's really going on within this human. Those eyes love you because <laughs> you're still alive today. And as you gaze into your eyes, perhaps looking into the mirror, knowing that you're the only one who knows all that this human has experienced, all of the beauty this human's experienced, also all of the challenges and heartaches, heartbreaks, hardships that this human has experienced and the courage to share the truth of this person this will release that fragmented sense of being someone else in order to belong because you do belong no matter what the universe is going to guide you to like-minded beings that are so authentic to you as we all there's such a great color, great spectrum of different types of people, and I honor it all. Not everybody wants to walk a very spiritual path and just focus on spirituality. There are other missions that people have. Even if you're someone you know, it doesn't seem to be on your level. You're right, they're not. They're on their level. And their level is not any better or any worse than yours as long as it's true for them. You also might uncover a new level of genius that has been always been within you. This creative genius, even philosophical and does not often become unveiled without the time. <laughs> this part of yourself doesn't often unravel without so much time on your own. That's why a lot of philosophers are introverts or spend a lot of time on their own, <clears throat> like myself. <laughs> Yet again, it's so important to satisfy and nurture that need for connection. And again, if you do choose to be on your own, I want to caution anyone who's in a deep state of depression or has suicidal thoughts. You can go somewhere like an ashram that gives you that space or a shamanic journey type of retreat or even a retreat itself, which often, often gives you that space as well. I mean, one thing that I love about retreats, like even holding retreats, is that that is a beautiful time to connect with others, but then also have time to go inward. The energy is so heightened, so that time you do go inward can basically add up to 
like three, six months of work in her work because the energy is so high end at retreat. So if you ever feel inspired to go on a retreat, I know we're at different times right now. That's one reason why I haven't posted about a year own magic retreat, physical retreat, unless this pandemic continues for forever, then we'll figure something out. But with all that being said, and with all that aside, it's so beautiful if you could if you feel like you are in a mentally stable space even though you feel lonely but you know you're not so deeply depressed or have had suicidal thoughts so if you're in a mentally stable space to go out on your own completely disconnect and connect with nature connect within yourself and temporarily on your own enjoy that self-exploration ask yourself the questions whatever questions arise within you and to journal and meditate some gurus recommend someone spend 10 days purely on their own without any technology or distractions somewhere in nature likely not even an ashram but truly where they are on their own and when you're on your own there's this great awakening that can only be experienced when you are on your own and knowing though with the intention for a deeper connection and understanding your authentic self so if you do feel so deeply lonely and that creates so much tension and resistance within, well, you can easily close that gap and connect with someone. That's one of the beauties of technology today. We have someone to call. Nothing beats that physical connection though, of course. Yet, if that's your only option, at least that's an option. That saved me when I was feeling deeply isolated and depressed and sad. I, at first, I was so stubborn. I wasn't connecting or calling anybody. Or when I did talk to someone, it would often be my parents and I was wearing my happy mask. But then finally, when I realized like, look, I'm lonely and I need to feel this seed of connection, I decided to take off the mask and cry about it with some people. So someone that can hear it and hold that space for you, that's super important. And that is honestly one of the reasons why I believe this universe timeline honestly shifted many of us into this quarantine state so that humans can experience this magic of self-isolation because there's honestly no other option than to just be on your own. I know mental health is complicated and we live in a world where we are more connected than ever, but why do we feel more lonely this day and age even with connection at our fingertips? So quality interaction is also key because yes, we have our interactions that are pretty surface level usually online through DMs, yada yada, but man, there's just those few people. For me, I'm definitely more quality than quantity. I love to have my select few that I deeply open up to, or even this podcast where I get to unveil so much to several people. <laughs> thousands some people you know maybe you're an extrovert and you like to have a plethora of friends but man i think that the deepest quality is with those like select people and they're guided to you they come into your life because they were meant to and yeah you could have a sisterhood with a plethora of people but then you have those people that just you get to just be so raw and real with and feel seen, heard, and valued, and that's all you need. And when you get to see that and you realize they see that, then you can authentically take off your mask and just show up in this world as yourself. And that's why the past couple years you have been seeing more of my humanness <laughs> because my that side of me was really deeply seen, heard, and valued. Honestly, when I started the podcast, that was too with Allie because 
With her, I felt seen, heard, and valued, and I was able to embrace that part of myself. But before Allie and before the podcast, I was isolated on my own, and I still had yet to be seen, heard, and valued for this authentic version, this new version of self-exploration, as I had just just detached myself from LA and that community of an old self that, and I didn't feel like this new woo-woo self would be embraced. So I ran off to Bali and isolated myself so I could just be. It wasn't honestly until I felt that connection and that's why it felt so intense for both Ali and I because we both felt the people that we surrounded ourselves with weren't quite into the stuff yet so we didn't feel seen heard and valued but then when we both own it i mean and then we inspired so many other people to see value and hear themselves as well and that was really cool <laughs> i remember being afraid of finally being seen heard and valued because i hadn't for so long so i was experiencing experiencing a lot of social anxiety there was a shadow of rejection that i was working with such as i mean man when I, so when I say loneliness has been a deep part of my life, I'm letting you know loneliness has really shown up in my life for as long as I can remember. Honestly, it's been a repeated pattern. And I'm not, as I share this, this is truly just a story, not really that attached anymore. And I'm not victimizing myself in any way. This is just me sharing my experience, my story, that's it. And perhaps some of you might be able to relate to some pieces of it or all. So I basically grew up an only child because my brother was just beginning college when I was born and had his own place. So basically an only child, though I was begging my parents to have another baby. My dad, he had two kids. He was good. He didn't need any more. He was already old, 45. <laughs> and then my mom, I was her only baby, so I have a half-brother. But she wanted another, but again, my dad didn't. And though they weren't married, they were together. Plus, I was the black sheep of both my mom's side and my dad's side. As my cousins on each, they were super close in proximity, so they were able to hang out all the time. My mom's side, my cousins were in Orem. My dad's side, my cousins were in Sandy, Utah. And so that left me just chilling on my own in Park City, Utah. I was the one that barely got to see them, though we were super close at heart, and they were honestly my best friends. I rarely got to actually actually see them and play with them. Plus, I was the black sheep of my mom's side later on because I shifted from their culture. <laughs> That's something you've heard before. So, not only was I an only child, which with my next statements, I truly love this experience for myself because I see why this was part of my experience, even though it was painful at the time but I deeply value it now and I'm not playing victim because I know it happened for me for a reason and so no pity whatsoever. And it turns out it's a lot of people's experience because a lot of people are opening up about being picked on or bullied and the loser of their school. I mean, there's gotta be some outliers, some outcasts, right? Anyway, so not only was I this only child that was pretty much on my own whenever I went home from school, but I was also alone at school, probably because I didn't really know how to socialize well. So in elementary school, there were, you know, just the, those few labeled losers, and I was hands down one of them. Well, I did have one friend who I'd sometimes see at 
after school and she was a grade younger than me. And then there were these two girls that I would also sometimes see that were older than me, but their rule with me was that I couldn't talk to them at school because their reputation was at, at stake if they were to chat with someone that was in a younger grade, you know? So, I mean, that was just weird. Plus we had different recesses. So for whatever reason, I was alone a lot. And therefore though, in these states, manifested a lot of really cool things because I spent a majority of my time writing books and scripts and songs and singing and writing and writing songs on the piano, playing the piano, dancing, playing with Barbies, making my own films. I always found a way to entertain myself <laughs> and that was honestly so fun and it unveiled my genius and I've loved feeling creative because I didn't really get to express that at school. And then I also didn't feel like some of my teachers, only one teacher, had one teacher who I felt seen, heard, and valued. And I had her for second, third, and fourth grade because every year she kept changing grades. And so she, so I had her for second, third, and fourth grade. In fact, one of the years, it was so weird, but second and third graders shared a class so I was learning third grade stuff when I was in second grade because I was with third graders in her class along with second graders it was so wild but this one teacher Mrs. Patty Valla she was the best teacher ever but then my first and fifth grade teacher whatever they were not nice in fact one time this kid he was saying really mean things to me that hurt my feelings and then threw a ball in my face and knocked me over. <laughs> and so I went and I cried and told my teacher, <laughs> my first grade teacher, and she told me, don't be a tattletale. I was like, whoa. But of course, like I didn't know any better. So I thought that she was right and I shouldn't have said anything. And oh, man, it's just so funny how different society is today, you know? But I indeed did not feel seen, heard, or valid except for from my one teacher, second, third, and fourth grade, but not really from any of the other kids. And I also felt valued when I went and saw my cousins. But with all that being said, I remember fantasizing when Britney Spears became famous and I felt like I could relate to her even though she was way older. When she became famous, I started fantasizing like, oh man, so many people love her. Maybe one day I'll be famous and everybody will love me. So I started fantasizing about being like Britney and then I would finally be valued. And I think that's why a lot of people will fantasize about being a celebrity or I guess now so an influencer because in some way they don't feel seen, heard, or valued where they're at or they feel like they'll receive more if they end up taking the seat of a star. <laughs> Plus, it's kind of just in our culture these days to aspire to that for a lot of people. Especially those Leos, man. Especially those Leos. Leos will think that we just deserve it. And it's like, no, no. If it's part of your path, it is. If not, that's fine too. So, of course, like I said, my loneliness, it would come in waves because then I would have phases where I would see friends or I'd be alone. And then even. When I did start making friends at school and started receiving approval because I finally put on that mask so I could receive approval, I spent all my time doing whatever it takes to stay relevant so I could belong with 
these groups of people. And no longer did I daydream or fantasize about celebrity dumb. I just wanted to continue being popular or be popular and be accepted. And so I wore this mask and I pretended to be a certain way just so I could be accepted. But then I realized, and I'm look, cause I reflect back on it now, how lonely that was because I wasn't being seen for me unless I was with my best friend, Cecilia. I took the mask off when I was with her, she saw me. And then of course, as you mature, and later in high school, you do start to just take off the mask and be yourself because you don't really care so much about fitting in as much. You just care about your quality friends. So I was able to take off my mask with Sid, who's been on this podcast, and some other people and my group of people. And that was great. But then I moved to L.A. And well, I guess I did still want to be a celebrity because I was seeking being an actor. Moved to L.A. and put the mask back on and felt lonely again, even though I was surrounded by people. And then and then I just continued the phase, mask on, mask off, feeling lonely, and also isolating myself and not seeing anybody. And it could get pretty dark. And because I had not yet understood the value of seeing me, hearing me, and valuing me. And it wasn't until, honestly, I decided to journey off and go on my own adventure to soul search that I started seeing, hearing, and valuing more of my soul. But then I spent so much time alone. It was hard to go back and socialize, but I finally did with just like one person, but it was hard for me to integrate a lot more people until I did. And what's beautiful is through that, I met so many different people from all walks of life. I befriended and became close friends with so many different people before and during my spiritual journey. And I still always remain friends with them. Even if I'm not physically in their presence all the time, no matter what, I've always still stayed friends and on good terms or great terms with these people. Unless perhaps we had like a short romantic fling then. I mean, those people, they they always go. Those people always go. (laughs) But yeah, so it wasn't until my recent long phase of loneliness where a lot of those memories came together and I realized as long as I make sure to see myself, hear myself, value myself, and also connect with others who see, hear, and value me, and also see, hear, and value others for who they are, I feel so aligned with my life, my purpose, and it's honestly the most healing thing in the world. It allows me to release any shame and other fears of taking off the mask. So with that, I thank you for those who have decided to stay as I continue to evolve and tap more into my authenticity. And I hope I've only encouraged you to evolve, tap more into your authenticity and see yourself, hear yourself and value yourself. And also connect more with those people that see, hear and value you because that is what you deserve on this human plane, in this human experience, in this human life. And yes, of course there's oneness But we are also experiencing this human individually. No one else can tamper with this. No one else has experienced this human but you. I don't mean for this to sound like a solipsistic perspective as I value oneness, the law of one, and I've really only experienced that with every fiber of my being and loss of ego in certain states where I am 
beyond the physical. However, when I do come back to the physical, I understand the purpose of experiencing this one life experience and, and no one else can tamper with this human unless we allow it. And no one wants you to hide. Everyone wants to see you and your message. And that doesn't mean you have to go out and be this loud voice on social media. You can if you want, that's beautiful. But a lot of people that are loud and out there on social media are also wearing masks and feel lonely. No, this is about you just being authentically you and being seen and heard by the people that love you. And if you want to go out and express that loudly on social media, feel free. People love that too, and that definitely has a great value. I love all those quotes that made me feel better about being a black sheep in the family because those black sheeps do often have a greater sense of self and self-discovery and are able to cut those repeated patterns and family cycles so that their kids and their future can evolve from that and beyond and continue the evolution of the world. But the black sheeps are often the ones that go on these crazy spiritual journeys. And so I totally understand why I've been on one. And also those who have been bullied, they end up tending to as well because there's so much pain that you feel compelled to heal as you grow. I hope that that encourages you to take some time on your own if you feel mentally stable to or go to an ashram or something that allows you to explore more deeply so you can shift and heal the sense of loneliness by honestly tuning inward, turning off the phone for a bit and all entertainment and all distractions and seeing and hearing and experiencing that light. And it's not going to always look like it can be a little challenging at first and there's a lot of crying involved often, but there's so much beauty in it. You learn so much about yourself without having to be distracted constantly. I wanted to end this with this quote from Thich Nhat Hanh, as he easily outlined one of the simplest symptoms of loneliness, which is sometimes we don't need to eat or drink as much as we do, but it has become a kind of addiction. We feel so lonely. Loneliness is one of the afflictions of modern life. We feel lonely, so we engage in conversation or even in sexual relationship, hoping that the feeling of loneliness will go away. But unmindful consumption always makes things worse. So with that being said, turn off the distractions to heal the lonely wound. And there you might find that compassion of deep listening to yourself. And he also said that Happiness and true power come from understanding yourself, accepting yourself, and having confidence in yourself. And so as we transmute this loneliness and explore and embrace our authenticity, so much more will manifest. <laughs> There's so much sexiness in releasing and healing loneliness, whatever form or shape that might take on in you. And you tap more into your worth and heal others because they see you being your authentic self and love that about you and it allows them to feel like they can be more authentically themselves as well. And therefore, that is a contagious domino effect. Probably more contagious than the negativity and the hatred that is being spread around our world today. 
So I hope that today you decide to do something about your loneliness because it's okay. You're loved and the true you deserves to be seen, heard, and valued. Sending all the love and I'll likely release a magic mini later this week for you to enjoy. And I hope that you have a magical rest of your day. Go connect, go connect. <laughs> Yomis, that is a wrap. That is a wrap for this episode. I hope that something spoke deeply to you, expanded you in some way. Please let me know if so. You can catch me on Instagram at Raquel Mantra. I spell Raquel a different way than most, so you can see the spelling in the show notes. Or hang out with the Yomis, the like-minded, very conscious and expansive and helpful souls on the Euro Magic Facebook group, especially a place to turn to when it comes to, well, whatever you're going through. And there are several tools on the Euromagic.life membership site. The Pyrite is monthly and the gold membership is just a one-time payment. But don't forget that experience called home. You can visit that at youronmagic.life forward slash home. And that will be with Brie Melanson and I, my fellow alien channeling Palladian boss babe. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so, so much and have a magical rest of your day.